Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, good morning, everyone. Lord bless you this great week. It's going to be a great week, isn't it? It's a week that we can live for Jesus, share his good news, love others, be about his business, look for opportunities to share. I'm telling you, when you're out in this world, when you're going wherever you're going today, whether it's to the store, whether to the bank, look for opportunities to love people. He will open them up, and you will be surprised how people will respond to the love of God. You don't have to preach them a message. You don't even have to even uh, say anything. Just love them. If you love them, they'll wonder why you're loving them, and the love of God will, will uh, work through you. But if he does lead you to say something, certainly speak up. Our Heavenly Father, thanks for the day. Thanks for these listeners. Lord, they are precious people. They are great people. I don't even know hardly any of them, just a few. Lord, thank you for those I, that I meet. Thank you for the one I met at the, the voting at our church this, uh, several weeks ago. Lord, thank you uh, how he's listened to this show for years. Bless him, God. Thank you for that opportunity to meet people. But God, I want to be used. I want to be used by you. God, help us. Help us to listen, be obedient, serve you mightily. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to go to chapter 5 of Ephesians today. It's a, it's a chapter that's used often, I think, in people and who do sermons and share, because it's a very straightforward passage. The Apostle Paul, you know, is writing to the church of Ephesus. And, you know, Paul, what I like about Paul, he was always pretty straightforward. He didn't pull a lot of punches. You know, he addressed a group of believers who were pretty rich beyond measure in Jesus Christ. They were, they were, but yet they kind of lived, lived uh, ignorant of, of what they had. And he's just trying to get them straightened out. And Ephesus at the time was a religious center, and it was very busy. It was, uh, the ships would come into the harbor there, and they, they were known for the famous temple of Diana, the Roman name, you know, the, the, the Ar- Artemis in the Greek name, the, uh, it was a serving false gods. They were known for serving false gods. They pra- practiced magic and all this kind of stuff. And Paul remained in Ephesus for nearly three years because he had so much to accomplish. In Ephesus, in the book of Ephesians, it focused on believers' responsibility to walk in accordance with our calling to God. To walk in accordance with God. And folks, that's what we need to do. We need to walk in accordance with Almighty God. In fact, that's why I wanted to share chapter 5 of Ephesians today. I think it's a good chapter to share. The Bible says, Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. That is verse 1 of chapter 5. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. Well, folks, how can we be imitators of God if we do not know God, if we do not study God's Word. He wants to work in our lives, but we need to imitate Him. Let's learn to follow Him. Let's learn what the Word of God says. Let's learn what He would have for us to do. And then he says, walk in love, just as Christ also loved you and gave Himself up for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. Walk in love. Walk in love. I'm so glad growing up that that was emulated in front of me. How my parents loved everyone and they loved the needy, those that were hurting the most, those that were struggling. They loved them and it was so 
obvious. We had some characters stay in our house over the many years that over then. I watched mom and dad and how they handled that. And, and we were always a little nervous about it. Mom and dad said, they need something. They need love. They need people to care. They need people to understand that we love them no matter what, no matter what their faults are, because we all have faults. The Bible says we have all sinned, and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We all need love. People of God, let you and I walk in love. Walk in love. But then he says in verse 3, But do not let immorality or any impurity or greed even be named among you, as is proper among the saints. Don't even let immorality or any impurity be named among you. We live in a world of immorality. We live in a world that so many people are living in immorality and claiming Jesus. It's a sad thing. You can't claim to be walking the light of God when you're living immoral lives. But God gives us a chance to turn it around. Clean it up. He'll forgive you. He'll forgive you, but stop if you're living in more immorality now. And you stop it and say, to this day, I am not going to live in immorality. I'm going to live for Jesus Christ and be a living witness for him. And allow God to work in my life. Oh, yes, I love God, but i got to stop sinning. you got to stop sinning. The Word of God's very clear about that. And then he says, and there must be no filthiness or silly talk or coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. Giving thanks to God. We just, this Thursday, we're going to be giving thanks to God. My my uh, Thursday message, uh, Thursday morning, it's all on Thanksgiving. So I hope you tune in on Thursday morning to that. It's all on Thanksgiving. For you know with certainty that no immoral, listen to this. For you know with, listen to this, with certainty. You know with certainty. You know for sure, that's what it says, that no immoral or impure person or covetous man who is an idolater has an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. No one who is immoral or impure or is covetous has an inheritance, the kingdom of Christ and God. I don't know how much clearer the Apostle Paul can be when speaking to the Christians at Ephesus. He's telling them, stop, turn it around, get things back together. Some of you are living this way. Stop it. Ask God to forgive you and move forward. Let no one deceive you with empty words. And this is what's happened, folks. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. What are empty words? Empty words are people saying, oh, you can live like you want. Oh, you can be immoral. You can lie, cheat, steal. It don't matter. You, you believe in Jesus. You gave your life to Jesus. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to, you don't have to turn things around. I don't know what Bible they're reading, but it's not the Word of God. The, the Bible says, walk in the light as he is in the light. Live for him. He who practices righteousness is righteous. He who practices sin is not of God. What is, that's out of 1 John. Who practice, what, does, what does practice mean? Practice means doing something over and over again. We claim to be Christians, but we continue to live in sin. We do it over and over again. And we can continue to claim that we are strong in the Lord. All we're doing is being liars before God. We have got to stop. We have got to change things around. Don't beat yourself over the head. Just stop. Just say, Lord, forgive me. Help me to move forward. If there's some kind of sin in your life you're dealing with, some kind of maybe hidden sin, say, Lord, take it from me. Today, today is a new start. 
and then don't beat your head. He he forgives you, and he forgets. He doesn't remember it anymore, he says. It's in a sea of forgetfulness. Then he says in verse 10, try to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. How do you learn what is pleasing to the Lord? One, you spend time talking to him. Two, is you spend time in his word. Two, you spend time in the house of God with God's people, listening to messages and having fellowship one with another. And then he says, do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead expose them. Don't participate. If if you have a friend, and even they're claiming Christian friends that want you to do something that is wrong, run, run fast. Verse 12 says, for it is disgraceful even to speak of the things which are done by them in secret. He's doing all these things, and you're falling victim to be a part of that. Folks, let's turn away. That's what repent means. Turn away. Turn away from those things that are wrong. Verse 13 says, But all the things become visible when they're exposed by the light. For everything that becomes visible is light. For this reason says, Awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Come awake. There's a song. I haven't sang it in a long time in church, but it's called Come Awake. Come Awake. And I like that song. We need to come awake. We need to be awake with the Spirit of the living God living in us. He says, therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Walk in the way of God and you will be wise. Come awake, you sleeper. Stop living your life in in a way that is not pleasing to God. He says it even more in the next verse, in verse 18. He says, listen to this. Oh, this is going to get some of you right through the eyes, I think. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, and do not be drunk with wine. Now, I find in my life, I'm not going to get drunk with wine because I don't drink it. So I'm not going to get drunk with it. And uh, some people, and they'll argue about, oh, Jesus had wine, everybody had wine, this and that. And yes, he did. And yes, he did. And he said, wine, Timothy said, wine is good for the stomach. But th- that's not getting drunk with wine and living in dissipation. It's when you drink and you become not, uh, what's the word, not responsible, and you get drunk with wine. He says, that is dissipation. He says, do not get drunk with wine. That's pretty easy to understand, isn't it? Do not get. If you tell your kids, do not do this, and they do it, what happens? They get in trouble. What happens with us and God? When we sin against God, we get in trouble. So that's what he says. He says, speak to each other with hymns and psalms and spiritual songs and singing, making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things. Is that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our God, and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ, in the love of Christ, in the reverence of Christ, be subject to one another. I like that. I like how he's straight. But we got to listen. We got to be obedient. But like I said, it's not time to beat yourself over. If you're sitting there beating yourself over right now and saying, I'm living such a horrible life, I've sinned so much. Folks, he forgives that and he wants you to have a new start. And, you know, pick yourself up. When you fall down, pick yourself up again and get going. Dust yourself off. Say, Lord, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to walk with you. And I'm going to do the very best I can. He loves you. He has a phenomenal plan for your life. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. 
If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.